Radio on Super Talk 1270. Now, here's Travis Feist and Rob McLeod. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Unriveted, a Dakota Customs original podcast. I'm your host, Travis Feist, and with me, and always, is my co-host, Rob McLeod. What's up, guys? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I think fall's coming. Definitely coming. Um, the bike, the weekday evening bike rides are getting less and more chilly. Mm-hmm. We, Seems like it's cooling off a lot faster. I remember it was like just last week, I'd put the bike in the garage. It was like 10, 15, and even last night, I put the bike in the garage. It was 8, 15. I was like, well, what am I going to do for another two hours? I know. It seems weird. And, you know, and it's it's like this summer, you know, I'm trying to be at work by like 10 to 7, 7 at the latest, and the sun's already out. You know, it's it's nice out now it's seven o'clock it's dark out so you can tell it's coming it's definitely changing it's in the air yeah but it ain't slowing us down we definitely got no. a lot of stuff going on um pretty jacked up for that new dually that's coming in our shop those wheels that came in what are yeah they, what are uh, they, the vtx's uh, JTX, jtx forged um there's kind of like two or three levels to forged wheels there's like kg1 and American Forest are kind of around the same quality. Mm-hmm. And then on these, um, customer was, you know, he, he, he kind of gave us some free reign, and I just kind of threw out some suggestions and um, decided to run some JTX Forged, which um, you look at the milling, and it is it is a cut above the rest. Um, I'll show you a spot on that wheel where it's like, there's a part on it that looks like a Rolex watch. Really? Yeah. I'll, you can't look. It's not too noticeable until you really look for it. It's like, wow, they went into that amount of detail. So they're kind of more along the lines of like 4G autos, and that's what you hear of all these multi-million dollar rappers talk about the all name drop 4G autos. So that's like the kind of status we're dealing with on this new Ram Dually. Um, kind of an intricate lift kit. Dually with factory rear air um, on top of leaf springs. Um, I know in the past we've always just converted these rams to just um, straight Kelderman air ride all the way around and just went away with leaf springs. Well, this one will be lifting while still running both suspension setups. So um, I know I kind of briefed you on it yesterday, but uh, you're going to – this ain't just no no bolt-on kit. Right. And so there's only it's like, going to be cool, though. Right. And there's only like one company, I think, right now that makes that kit for that. <laughs> that uh, – that offers that, kind of that offers style. the components, and right. then they leave it up to guys like you to make it work. Hmm. So um, the the parameters on that rear axle housing are going to be tight for you. Um, and then with all the uh, extra, we'll call it government specialties, government control systems on this truck, you'll have to uh, trim the the def skid plate and. Um, the T case indexing ring, um, it's got to be dead on, or little, it'll be causing some problems. So, mm. so yeah. Well, at least that's good. There's no pressure there. No, no, not at all. Mm. Who would? No. And, and I mean, how would I, you? How would you operate if you weren't under pressure? Actually, I probably wouldn't know what to do. Actually. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like Dude, today. When you're, know, in the, it's, when you're in the trenches, man, that's when that's when the best comes out. Yeah, 
But it's just every once in a while it'd be nice to get pulled out of the trench. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it's like even like today, it's, you know, we had our morning meeting and it's just like, hey, I got a, a list of stuff in my mind that needs to get done. And, you know, you just start running and working and, and doing what you need to do. Then all of a sudden it's like you look down and it's almost two o'clock and it's like, man, I thought it was like 11. Days gonna, definitely fly by. We're going to put this on uh, Jason Bauman with Midwest Seal Company. He interrupted you. It well, took an hour away from you. Yeah, well. That upsets me. He, <laughs> he's still a customer, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but at least he'd be, he'd be accepting of that. Yeah, that's all right, though. Yeah, no, it's... A little, a little sidetrack is worth it, though, so it's, yeah, it's, it's all right. But um, it's, it's nice, though, that a lot of our customers... Um, I already understand before I even tell them that like our sketch our schedule doesn't work with like uh, your standard lube shopper. Like, it's not just we got forty five minutes an hour, forty five minutes an hour. It's like sometimes things take a little bit longer, and mm-hmm. our schedule just can't stay as consistent. You know, in relation to the kind of work we're doing. So, well, and it's hard too for us because it seems like there's so many shops out there that they can schedule because there's a book time for everything. You know, for the most part, there's you know, there's a loud time to do stuff. And when it comes to what we do, there really is no book time that says how long something's supposed to take, you know, and, and other than like the lift kits kind of part of the deal of it. But most of it is like, we're trying to make stuff work and fit. That's just not really hundred percent design most of the time. So yeah, so it's hard. So even scheduling that part of it is tough. And I feel like honestly, for what we do, we do a pretty damn good job. Honestly, right? I mean, we for there's a give and take, little you know, like gray area. But for the most part, we're we're pretty we're pretty good at our at our scheduling. And I think what I've kind of learned is as long as I just make the customer aware, they're fine with it. You mm-hmm. know, um, yeah. communication. <laughs> yeah. Um, that being said, I'm glad the customer, I mean, he, uh, we got that 23 F-150. That'd be a cool little truck. Oh, yeah, that'd be a nice one. Six inch with a bunch of suspension upgrades, um, 35s on 20s. Um, well, that customer was nice enough to let me know when he wanted the truck by. May have jumped him ahead of a few trucks, but that's fine. Yeah. And, you know, and that's something we don't do a lot, but... No, not really. That that's case, why I just, was, like, it's kind of funny that now it's happening as we're talking about it. Yeah. But, but um, it just seemed to work out in that case, so we just jumped on it and made it work. But, you know, no, even it, even getting back to that dually, I mean, that's that's going to be a pretty cool dodge um, that that we're doing on that. And if you ever see that white Ford out cruising around... Wow, does that thing look great? Yeah. I mean, the customers brought it by the store a couple times, and I think it's pretty, pretty cool. I, uh was driving through Main Street in Mandan. He was behind me. It's like, that thing just looks mean going down the road. But classy. You get it's up classy. to it. Like, yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's got a, a tough look to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this uh, this Ram Dually, not going to be far off. I mean, it's going to six and a half inch. Um, we did end up going with the, the four-link front end, not the radius. He said um, the, the radius angle for how long those radius arms are in the front. Um, they just get a little tight when you said on a four inch kit, they work great, but on this six inch kit, um, run a four link sole. Mm. That's, that'll be, 
yeah. a little bit different from what you're used to seeing. Yeah, but nothing nothing shocks me anymore. I mean, it's well these new trucks they're just getting so. It <laughs> There's just so much to them and so much tied into them that um, that just makes any other um, modification that much more difficult. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, it's a challenge, but again, it's I enjoy it. What we should do is we should figure out a uh, photo shoot with, um, you know, we we have, um, um, God, what's his name with the Denali again? Ross? No, the Dooley. Oh, Ernesto? Ernesto, yeah. We should... Get so him got, and spend a whole day cleaning his truck again, and then do a picture of the with the Denali, the Ford. Super Duty, and then the Ram. Yeah, all lifted. That'll be a good, be a good little cool picture to take. Yeah, I feel like Art's truck got overshadowed in the last photo shoot, just because of the way the it was parked. I don't know. They still look great, but I just feel like. I don't know. Pictures don't do those trucks justice, no. that's for sure. Yeah, you know, either crazy, which I mean, way, I guess. Yeah, it's the pictures that you guys took of them was, was cool, but seeing that thing in person, yeah, it's it does. I mean, even Ernesto's Denali, I mean, that thing looked cool in the pictures, but you actually get up to it and you see it. I think it's big. It's I mean, big. It's just, Dude, like, I, tough. It's big. Yeah. I wish, um, I'm hoping that. So right now, just on on that new Ram coming in, we're just doing these high end wheels on 37s in this um, this Trick BDS lift kit. Um, I'm hoping I can kind of talk them into doing it, you know, with some some more aesthetic modifications like we did to Arts. Um, probably won't run bumpers, but just to like make it stand out more. It's like, oh, that's just another truck with lift kit wheels and tires on it. Like, let's do it how we finish out trucks. So, um, that's why we just, dude, we got to get yours, like, as, um, we got to get your Super Duty, or a Super Duty, <laughs> it don't matter whose it is, it just oh, needs to be at the yeah. shop, oh, um, yeah. but it just, like, <laughs> so you referring to your Super Duty? No. Oh. We could actually <laughs> just, we could actually just keep our Super Duties the way they are, and then right. just get one shop Super Duty, and that's just, like. Here we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. We can do this as kind of like um, a catalog. Yeah. Or we can take pictures of the ones we do for our customers, and then we can see like, hey, we did this on this truck, and because you know, you know how expensive it's, that is. And with your wages, I can't really oh. afford a super duty just to throw a ton of money at for advertising. But just I don't saying, know if I got a side ache, or did you just hit me in the man. side? <laughs> so Ow. just saying, I mean, if. If I get rid of you, I could probably buy a brand new truck, but that wouldn't get me very far. So we'll just stay with it. A brand new truck's a brand new truck. And yeah. yeah. Nah. <laughs> we'll maybe wait. We'll take pictures for now and we'll we'll use those. But, yeah. But no, it's just. Um, but sometimes it's nice for people to actually see and touch versus, you know, like I get what you're saying. Yeah. And it's like all the little things just can, can finish out a truck. Uh, much more than just doing a lift kit wheels and tires like mm-hmm. uh the the great job we do on on smoking tail lights and third brake lights um well the, even like Col- the, even like Colton's truck so he brought that in for us to do a fifth wheel on it and tinted tail lights and while it was in there it's like hey let's take the let's take the decals off and then re- rearrange his badging and even his wife like soon as she saw it she's like hey I noticed the badging, she and she picked it out right away, and she even noticed, like, man, that just made a difference. Just by 
replacing it and moving and and just putting like those little touch to it. Yeah. It, how even she picked it out and she was like, I love that. And it just made a huge difference on his truck. It just, really did. Yeah. Um, seeing him driving this morning, I was like, I picked out his truck from a mile away and we didn't do a whole lot to nope. it as far as it. So, but yeah, I think we, we still will be doing 22s on that truck. Yeah. On 35. So that'll, that'll, uh, have you seen the big Lebowski? Yeah. It's the rug. It just ties dude, the room together, dude. Dude, dude. <laughs> I said that to, I said that to Dyke, the guy with yeah. the Harley tank. Yeah. And uh, I was like, so we're referring to his um, his Razorback tank that we did, and he never saw the movie. I was like, I was like, yeah, it's like uh, this tank we we finished off. He was like the rug. It just ties the room together. And he just looked at me like, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you've never seen the Big Lebowski. He's like, no, I haven't. I was like. That would have been a lot cooler if you did. Yeah, you would totally understand it. You yeah. know, and there's one other phrase that I'd love to say from that movie, but I don't think we can say it on the air, but that's a classic show. <laughs> the Dude. <laughs> the Dude. Yeah, I like that show. Uh, but, no, we've got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of cool projects coming in. Um, can't wait. Uh, the other thing, too, like I kind of want to talk a little bit about is, was it last weekend? Last Thursday, I think it was, we went to the Mandan Progress oh, Organization yeah, nice. Supper. Yeah. yeah. They uh, did I a think great that job with that Thursday. event. Was that yeah. a first annual? <clears throat> no. So Third. His 30th birthday. 30th birthday, but it was. No, it was. So they combined with another organization because that magazine was only the second issue, but it was. Oh, that's why there was or, cake. Well, so it was a birthday party. No, I thought it was. It wasn't at Christie's birthday. Is that what it was? Oh, Progress's birthday. Oh, well, you know what? I don't care. We got birthday cake, regardless of how it it turned out. But so, anyways, there was cake, brownies, and brownies. But we were um, um, Matt and uh, what was his name? Arlen. Arlen yeah, the um, the guys that are in charge of that organization invited us over. Personally, invited us over to the supper. Um, that they put on Thursday night at the park in Mandan. And um, who did the catering was, there? Well, I think they, well, um, Arlen cooked. Oh. But I don't know who supplied the food, but he cooked. And, that was and good. Man, that was, that was like, very good. Very rarely do I have a steak that's been in a warming platter. And it still tastes delicious. I mean, normally that, that's right. not how you have steak. But, but it's one thing if you if you do a steak for four people, but when you do a steak for fifty people and it was oh that, that too. good, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty darn that's, yeah, that's really good. But they did they put on a uh, appreciation supper to um, a bunch of businesses around Mandan. Uh, they had a silent auction there. Um, it was a nice little get together at a bar and great food and. And that was um, a nice, beautiful evening too. Yeah, it was. And um, little did I know, so they came out with their uh, garage edition magazine, and they did um, articles on um, most of the garages around Mandan. And um, I was uh, chosen to be on the cover of the magazine, and uh, that was pretty cool, you know. And, and when and I just couldn't figure out why they wanted us to come there so bad. I mean, I I know that um, I figured it was probably mostly you, Rob, but I couldn't figure out why they wanted us to come there that bad. But I figured, you know, it was probably a good thing that we um, 
you know, get out in the community a little bit more. And, and uh, so having you guys come with me to this deal just to show, because you deal with a lot of people. I mean, yep. you, you talk to, and you're the front guy. And then, you know, you got um, Amy and Mary, you know, they, they also deal with a lot of our communicative people too on on who we do business with so i think it was a good choice to have all of us go there to that supper and um when we were in line registering i you know they had all the the new that these magazines just came out like it was just released and i i don't know i probably sat there for at least half an hour walking through the place looking at the table everything and i didn't still didn't even dawn on me that that was our shop and and our picture of me on the front cover and it didn't even dawn on me until um i think mary actually pointed it out right away that uh it was oh you of course that uh amy picked it out right away that uh, that was me on the front cover and that was quite the honor um so i want to say thank you to the mandan um progress organization for choosing uh dakota customs for uh the front page on the cover that was pretty cool maybe that's uh maybe that's a good thing that you uh didn't notice yourself on the cover because that means you usually don't judge a book by its cover so you don't even look at it very true but i have learned dude man i've i've learned for years never ever ever judge no, yeah, because no. yeah, I just I was making I was just making a joke. Sometimes they're not very good. <laughs> no, I get it. But again, you know, I just I just want to say, hey, thanks. That was that was quite an honor. Um, you know, you can get those you can get those magazines at I think they're free. They hand them out at a lot of I think like Dan's and stuff like that. So there's articles in there. There's um, other garages in there too that you can read about. So it's it's a pretty good it's a pretty good size uh, magazine. But um, it's funny we were. Um, and no offense to that customer that you were on that truck you're working on, but like you weren't even doing, you were putting a, a coil spacer leveling kit in a, like a base model Ram and that picture's on the cover. It's like, that's pretty basic day for Travis. They could have easily like had you throwing sparks, cutting out a factory cross member on a brand new super on a, on a brand new uh gm and that would have been like imagine like a brand new denali and you throwing sparks all over it cutting out a cross member. well that, that would have been a shot right but that was a brand new ram it was a brand new ram yeah, but it's uh and to be honest with you i don't even remember them taking that picture to be honest with you i think they were doing that when they were setting up because I vaguely even remember this deal that, and here I, to be honest with you, I actually thought that that was the crew that came in because we we're um, going to be doing a commercial this year for football, and um, I actually thought that uh, that was the filming crew. And it's like now when I look back, it's like, well, I should know better because those aren't the people I'm usually dealing with. But we've been so busy that yeah. I wasn't really paying attention, so I thought, oh, they're just going to come in and grab I some. Know, I remember. Grab, um, grab some live shots. So I I looked over and I seen they're setting up equipment and I you know it's just it didn't like before you know if you if you go back seven or even back when I first started my business way back in the late nineties you know if a if a camera crew or somebody came in like you stop everything and you're like whoa what's this that's exactly what I was about to say and it's not it, I don't know how to say this like with not being 
it, I don't want to say arrogant, but it's no, just like exactly when, but saying. I'm kind of used to it in a way, just just because of the fact like people we get so much yeah. traffic coming through our shop. Let's kind of put it that yeah, way. Yeah. So when you look over and you see somebody, you're just like, oh, Rob is either giving another tour, or somebody's here doing an interview, or looking, or taking pictures of where it's like I don't I don't just take it weighed that far when I see somebody come into the shop because I'm just used to seeing people in there. So I looked over and it's like, well, it just must be the people taking because again, throughout our year, when as we're working, um, mid continent does come over every so often and they'll just film for like a half an hour taking shots and stuff to put together commercials that you know, how I want them ran. So they just randomly come in and take pictures. <clears throat> so again, I look over and I'm thinking Oh, we're just here to take more pictures, and, and that doesn't. And yeah, not to come off like we're the Kardashians or anything. <laughs> Man, I left that one out there for you. Yeah. But anyways, but uh, whether it be McContinent, uh, the city of Mandan, you know, or if it's like students doing choosing our shop for like their class, their media class projects. Yep. We have people coming in and wanting to take. Uh, photos of the sh- the entirety of the shop, and for probably the past year, that's happened once a month. So it's like I can't sit there. I've I've gotten used to it too. I was like, just go do your thing, stay out of the way, be safe about it, and that's what they were doing. Yeah, they took that shot. They were, yeah. Uh, so it's like, yeah, we're not. Uh, um, our. Sh- shop does receive a lot of exposure and that's kind of the cost of it not the not even a cost that's just kind of a, a side effect of it right. so, so and, and it's crazy because i like i said i i looked over and i didn't even think nothing of it and it, i'm like hey i gotta get this job done i'm I, I have to work and a lot of people know that you know other than like i don't know you said that about bauman and midwest seal but even he understands too. Yeah, like, hey, I'm just, and, and I even like how many times has mom come in and I, I'll actually get mad because she's like, Well, I picked my I peeked my head in the door and you're busy, so I just left. And it's like, Well, I, I get it. I'm always busy. I've always got something going on. You know, I I, I just I'm not there to just hang out. Like I've 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 got deadlines. I work just like everybody else, you I've, know. I've had to tell my old man that. I was like, Dad, like sometimes he'll um, bring me my mail. I don't know why he does that. I don't know why my mail goes to his house. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. For new listeners, that's kind of a running joke since yeah. day one. Um, I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It kind of better. comes and goes. Yeah, but uh, so it's like, hey, Dad, we all got stuff going on, and uh, just don't just just let us be. Um, God, this is driving me nuts. For a while there, I didn't mind that he was coming in because I know he'd like every once in a while he'd bring treats or coffee or something. So oh yeah, I was always, I was always good. Nice to see your dad, but no, he, I get it. It's, it's so the point is taken that you know it's like we, I mean we're even when people show up there, I mean we're still working and we don't stop working. And when those when those uh, people came in with the cameras, I. It didn't slow me down. I just I looked over and I just kept on working and and it's funny because after I seen that magazine on the cover, it's like I had to think for a second and be like, when did when was that picture even taken? Like I don't remember anybody being there taking like 
what day was that? Because it, it just didn't even dawn on me, but it was hey, a good you, article. You you probably didn't even notice him there. Um, but it's like that still was a cool shot, and who knows? We could have had we could have made a big deal out of having a photo shoot and could have not gotten an equally as good shot. Yeah. So it's either which way they got the shot. Yeah. It looks yeah. great. Yeah. It looked good. So, but I, I just want to say, Hey, thanks. That meant a lot that we were chosen for the uh, cover of that. So that was a, that was a pretty cool, pretty cool deal. Yeah. <clears throat> Have to say. Yeah. It turned out to be a nice night. Yeah. Um, maybe, uh, Getting back to some of the projects in the shop, how I know I'm impressed. How impressed with you or on on how that uh, the drivetrain and the bodies fitting on that chassis of that 37. You know, and that's uh, surprisingly when you look at that truck when it came in on the factory chassis and how it was and sitting in the back of the shop there, Even- it looked rough i mean it's it's a rough de- it's a detailed rough because that truck's got a ton of scars on it but i do feel that once we got it over on that that scott's chassis that we had ordered up for that oh. it's starting to really like the the transformation that it's making looks pretty cool like uh I haven't looked at it too closely, and we haven't even made, even remotely made, we simply, I mean, we don't even have the actual body bushings we're going to use, and and we haven't fine-tuned any of the sheet metal gaps, and it fits flawlessly. I know, and, and you know what's even insane about that whole deal? So that truck's a 37, and... Maybe when, that just goes to show how twisted that frame was. Well, it, what did you see? How so that whoever <laughs> it's been welded on, yeah. it's been, it was a grain truck. So this truck, if you can envision it, this truck was from the very front by the radiator. That truck was welded solid rod all the way around the fenders, from the fenders to the running board, from the running board to the pickup box, and it was everything was welded in and tied into each other so whoever had that pickup you know that it they used it so much that it the fenders and everything were cracking so they welded this thing up solid all the way around and i don't know if that Which was even, a good thing. well yeah and even those welds were starting to crack up yeah, so now i think um yeah we're fine amy oh we're good thank you though um even just uh, some of the repair work that Chris has started to do has really done a lot to the structural integrity of all the body. And I know the doors aren't on it right now, mm-hmm. but it's like I was just like sitting there and I, you know, I walked past that truck, but it just caught my eye and it's like that thing fits up great. It really does. Even the gaps, the lines, and everything on that truck fit really nice. But what I was going to say earlier, if you, because as we're going through this, you know, and I, I. I go up to the, you know, I was just walking on the truck the other day. Um, this was about a month ago. And I'm kind of doing a visual list in my head of what needs to be ordered on this thing, you know, so we can, as as we're moving along on this truck, you know, to kind of take it to that next step. And it's like, well, we got to order some bear call latches for this thing. 
And then I go up to the door and I open it and close it. And that thing closes like it did right off the showroom floor. As beat up as that truck is. And I don't mean as rough of a life that thing is lived. It was used. If, yeah, it I was mean, used. But, man, that those doors, solid. Just closed just as nice as that yeah. thing. And to think as how old that truck is and those doors still close as nice as it does is pretty impressive. At Ford Motor Company. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, no, it's like, so it's crazy to think that, so there was a, a, a trap door um, in the box. They used this truck, which was, uh, in the grand scheme of things, it's tiny, to haul grain. That's what mm-hmm. they used to transport grain. Now. That was common, though. I, yeah. It, yeah. No, and then, honestly, it's like, um, so I used to haul grain um as a business and we'd have these big 50 foot hopper trailers um you know capacity anywhere from 1400 to 1800 bushels well this truck was probably good for 30 bushel you know it's crazy (laughs) to think that's how they moved grain yeah and you know it's kind of makes you think about how the industry has progressed over time it's like people could get by with just farming a hundred acres because literally that's all they had the capacity to farm. Mm-hmm. That's all that was out there. Right. That's like so now it's like you hear people farming twenty thousand acres. You know, I think ten thousand acres is like the new norm for a good sized farm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like they hauled grain with this pickup. Yeah, with this thirty-seven Ford truck. That's what so. To, and, and we wondered why it got beat up, you know? Well, that's just yeah. it. Very seldom did, back in those days, very seldom did somebody go buy a vehicle so that they could have, you know, like a nice vehicle to go to town with. No, they they bought a vehicle, and they used that thing for every possible way that they could to it get was, their money's worth. It was still so, the greatest thing ever invented. Yeah, so yeah. just to have something with wheels and a motor that could make life easier, they used those vehicles, and this one got used... But it's cool looking. It's I mean, cool. It's, it's definitely got the detail. It's definitely got the patina, and the thing's gonna run. Thing's like a gonna brand. run. It's gonna run. Thing's I mean, that, that thing is. And I know we're gonna get some haters out there for putting that LS in it, but yeah, they'll all be behind that truck. Yeah, no, it is what it is. But anyways, think um, a guy could fit a coyote in there? No. You know, well, I think you and I have like we've had we've beat this horse to death on this conversation because we've we deal with it on a daily basis why that whole why people put chevy in the ford vehicles and oh yeah it's you know it's like like i said it is what it is but no, no seriously like <clears throat> i don't care if you're the best fabricator sometimes if you if the customer wanted to keep the factory accordion style folding folding hood I don't see a guy putting a coyote in there. No. It'd I mean, be, anything is possible. Anything is possible. I but, mean, you can make anything work, but it's just even the cost of it. It is, I mean, when you research it, just the cost of going down that road is so much more money that when when you look at the majority of the people that build these vehicles, you know, they're, they're building it not just because they want to have something that's period correct or has to be all like manufacturer correct. They're building it because it's something sentimental, and they want to put their money towards other parts of the build because everybody has a budget. 
and it does make a big difference. You know, going down the all Ford, and it doesn't even mean coyote. It just even if you want to keep it all Ford, it's expensive, and a lot of people yeah, it just it's not in their budget. And I'm not here to tell them that they can or can't do it. It just that's just how it works a lot of times. Sometimes, and in, in, you know, it's doable, and it, it all depends on the customer because to the right customer, it is money well spent. Mm-hmm. Got an all Ford. To others, it's like, well, it ain't money well spent. I'd rather see that in interior, stereo, or air conditioning, or mm-hmm. something like that. So, or even the brakes, or you know, the running gears. So, but it's you know, we do let people know it is an option, but hardly ever do people go down that road just because of what the expense offset is. But anyways, we can go down that. That's a whole nother <laughs> pot for sure. Because <laughs> I mean, we first, get we yeah. should schedule that one. Who we, could we schedule that one with? Um. We should almost. Jordan's kind of an LS guy, so I don't know if that would work. We kind of need someone. We should almost have. We should get somebody in here that's a diehard, pretty legit LS guy, and then we should get somebody in here like Lundstedt or somebody that's a pretty like Ford guy. Yeah. And then like let's have like a debate on why people or what's the reason behind it. I think it's gonna be pretty even. <clears throat> yeah. I hey, I was in. Uh, I was in um, Arizona. Yeah, at uh, not Arizona. I was in Reno at the um, Hot August Nights Car Show. I think that's where it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where it was. This was a couple years ago, quite a few actually. And there was a 37, 34 coupe. I can't remember what year it was. I got a picture of it, but they had a, a V twin Harley Davidson motor in it, and um, that's what powered that car. And surprisingly, it did pretty darn good job. So you can put anything in there. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, I mean, if it was a twin cam, it's definitely making a lot of power. But yeah, uh, but who would ever thought of putting a Harley motor in an old coupe? But again, anything's possible. Still, <laughs> even if that was a factory, whatever factory ninety six. Yeah, it probably. Uh, it, probably it probably made double the horsepower of whatever was in that car. All right, you know. Yeah. So. But yeah, that that 37's actually looking really good. I'm proud on how that thing's coming along. Um it's pretty crazy how you can build a vehicle and still do a I'm going to say like top-notch quality job even with it being rusted and patina, if that makes sense. Cuz I mean, we we this truck has beat the crap. It's 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 got weld stitching all over it. It's it's had a rough life. So we're not changing the structure of it, but even putting the rockers and the floor and everything in there, this thing is still going to be sealed tight. It's still going to have good gaps. It's still going to look pretty legit, even though we're, you, you know, kind of get what I'm saying here. Like yeah, no, we're still exactly. Pu- we're still yeah. building this truck in the mind and building it to be perfect in a patina way if that kind of makes sense so it's kind of fun yeah um it's kind of like uh what steve darnell does Mm -hmm. you know he uh makes it look like it was never touched but then you look at it's like oh yeah i was touched this was yeah this was this was done by an expert yeah um and i think it's cool because um these customers um, they're super down to earth. Um, 
It's but you would if if you didn't know them, you know, like how I know them, you would think they would not have this type of hot rod or they're not this style of hot rod. They're like they I don't know how to say this but it's like you would think they would even they wouldn't even be into hot rods. You would yeah. think they would just they was like, Oh, I'm good with my Buick, you know? Yeah. But uh but no. But uh John's an engineer. He knows the um he knows what a good foundation can do no matter the application. So that's why we got a custom chassis under this mm-hmm. thing. So um just John's actually um pretty soft spoken and not really a man of many words um but he's extremely intelligent he knows exactly what's going on mm-hmm. um and it's it, it's cool that um a he chose us as a shop and b he's letting us um take this route with this 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 project mm-hmm. that's but it's, it's cool it is funny when you say that because if you'd if you'd meet these couple if you'd meet this couple you would you would look at them and be like, "There's no way that you own a hot rod, especially like this kind of yeah, a hot rod." For real, just if anything, if if you were to meet them, you're probably thinking like, "Okay, if you were to have a hot rod, I picture it like an old T-bird convertible, exactly something low key, slow, just you know, not a hot rod." And that's what they're gonna have is a hot rod. And but I still this thing. This is like this is like a a cool version of being low key because yeah. this thing it, it it's gonna be presentable as low key until you look closely. Oh yeah. Well, even just seeing it out in public in the condition it's in, they're gonna be like, "What is that thing doing out on the road?" You know, because it's not just as as hard life that this truck has lived, and you see that out on the street in front of you or in a parking lot or anything, you're going to look twice regardless just because it's like that should be belong in the trees somewhere or, you know, not not cruising around. So it's going to get your attention, that part of it. But and then when you go up to it and you actually look in the inside and you're going to look underneath the hood and it's just going to – and underneath, it's going to be like never, like never saw that coming because a lot of people are going to think it's either on an SN chassis or – if it's not on the S10 chassis, they're going to think that, you know, possibly it's just, it's all bone stock underneath and they, somebody just jammed like a small block Chevy in it or, or something like that, you know. And then when they see it's it's actually on a chassis and it's LS. And, and they could pass them on a curve doing 90 with yeah, that thing. That would be the coolest thing. Yeah. But, uh, God, it just it makes me want to just... Uh, Go get the wheels and tires ordered for that thing. Yeah, I know we should, but I really great, should. Yeah, but great people though. Honestly, yeah, I actually, they're... you know, I do. I enjoy you know visiting with my with our customers that come in. You know, it's always nice to to you know BS with them a little bit and visit with them. And but I really like when those when uh, John and um, what's her name again? Um, K uh, K John and K um, when they come in to to visit us like. She is so super nice. She's, you know, always joking and, you know, laughing and smiling on her face. It's kind of like when, when Jay's wife, Audrey, would come in and God, I loved it when she, cause she was, she was so nice and just bubbly and just like full of energy. And it's, you know, it's just like you just want to talk to that person just to see how their day's going. And it's just, it brings a lot of cheer 
So it's kind of nice with some of these customers that come in that you can take a, you know, 10, 15 minutes and visit with them. And, and they're just great, super people. Yeah. Um, I think right away when I first started working for you, I'd get nervous when I'd have these, you know, we're, I'm not going to say the word playing, but I'm responsible. We're responsible for a good portion of their money and how their funds are being allocated. So I'd get nervous. Like I always felt like I was being, you're like a stockbroker because people are like, they're giving you the money and be like, for sure. Like, here it is. Don't lose me money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when you look about when you think about it, but, that's then, what you are. But then I'm also a stockbroker for you yeah, too. Cause I'm the, I'm the, I'm the house. So it's like, yeah, Don't it's like it's money. like you're the government. <laughs> I'm the stock. I'm the stockbroker in between the government and then the client. Yeah, and uh, but uh, but and, now and it's you like, and you have to make both us happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's 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 fine. Yeah. Um, but now, like I said, I I kind of feel bad for you because I get to have like these awesome enjoyable half hour i try to keep them to a half hour but sometimes they turn into an hour um just conversations with these people or or, i mean our our, yeah they're just people friends clients however you want to look at them um and i enjoy that so it's like i used to be nervous now i look forward to them Mm -hmm. so yeah and and it's it's nice because there's a lot of times too where i'll be especially after the relationship's built yeah yeah um, and you know, there's a few times that I'm out and about and somebody will come up to me and be like, you know, yeah, Hey, I was in your shop and, and you know, I was visiting with Rob and he hooked me up on this and took care of me on that. And it's like, and you are, you know, and there's some, I don't get to see yeah. all the customers, you know? So even just getting that, it's, it makes a guy feel good, but yeah, it is. It's nice to have, you know, when these people come in and, and see their stuff, but it's more, you know, it is business you know, cause they are there for a reason, but it is nice because just like I've said before, and I've said it a hundred times, you know, by the time we're, we're done with this, you know, it wasn't just a customer relations. Like we grew, we're friends, you know what I mean? Like a lot of our customers do come back just to stop in and say hi or see what's going on or anything new. Like, look at, look at the people that stop in and see us that started out as a customer that frequently come in just to see what cool stuff that we're working on. Yeah, and it's like not even new customers. It's like um, so you had a, a pretty decent customer basis before I started working for you. And um, taking, for instance, Clayton Ponzer, mm-hmm. you and Clayton probably know each other very well. No, but I didn't know at first clue who he was. Well, right. Yeah. You, but after you did kind of stage one where you did the 383 swap and you did the interior on his on his K, um, well... That truck came back because uh, he was probably playing too hard with that truck and grenaded his T-case adapter, and then that kind of shifted into us uh, kind of making a little bit better runner down the highway, and the swap we did in that truck was not very common. Mm-mm. So um, even though he was a good Dakota, customers, or good Dakota Customs customer, he didn't know me from Adam. All right. So... Going through this, and I'll be there. There'll be some times where he kind of got frustrated with just because I was dealing with some tough timelines and getting parts because this was not very common. Parts were not very readily available. Mm-hmm. But through this process, now me and him are good. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're like we buddies 
shoot the crap. Mm-hmm. God, that just sounds weird. No, no, I want to say it so bad. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, I, think, I think we get it, but yeah. Okay, but it's just like um, the process is these custom undertakings that we go through with these customers. It's like we climb a mountain together. Mm-hmm. When we get to the top, it's like we did it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that makes that creates mutual respect. Yeah, it's very interesting on the job. That, interesting dynamic. Yeah, it is. It's how you build a relationship together through that project, if that makes sense. Because, like you said, when a customer comes in and tells you, like, say, like, again, like, we'll use Clayton's as an example, but like I said, you didn't know him at first. So he comes in and says, Hey, I want this job done. So you look at him as like a brand new customer to you. And then you guys went on this journey together, and you guys both accomplished it together. But how many times do you do that in a day? How many times do you do that in a week? You know, how many how many accomplishments do you get with the customer? Because not only that, but you you're constantly educating that customer. You're constantly in queue with that customer. You're constantly informing that customer. You, you know, like you're the it's like they're they're the Rocky Balboa and you're the old dude in the corner, the grumpy old man, and you're like, hey, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this. Come on, just a little bit more. Like you're that guy to get them through this journey to get what they want. So, you know, and it is that, that's what you think about. Yeah. Because if you if you just did like most people, and let's just say somebody just wants to order a set of wheels, you take their order, you give them their wheels, you say thanks, see you later, and you're done. You know, but. That's not what we do. It's not what you do. Every customer that comes in, you're taking a journey somewhere with that customer. Yeah, there was, um, I think this is kind of what solely feels so rewarding. There was a couple times where I did my homework and I wanted to tell Clayton, this is not possible. Straight up. Based off the specs on his rear end. And I was, I, I wanted, I was like, I would never tell someone we're not the we're not the company for the job. I did right. not. That's I would never say that. I will exhaust every single option before I say that. Um, and so when I started started slowly putting the pieces together to make this drivetrain issue come together to what he wanted, started building a little momentum, then a little bit more momentum. Then it's like. All right, we're rolling, mm-hmm. and then um, then we kind of got a few setbacks with um, having to replace that tail shaft to make the the T case work, and then it's like, okay, we'll get through it. You know, it's like, yeah. So it's. But the thing is, like, that's something that we deal with almost on an everyday basis. Like nothing just nothing just snaps together and just no. works. No, Not, you know, I would love if that was the case, but. Well, I, I can't say never, but it's it's more not than it does ever just work and go together and it just fits and everything's well, good to go the first go around. Like it just <laughs> so it usually does not work that way at all. Yeah, I mean, and, and I had this morning I was already in the truck parts. We're taking commercial rear ends on this 62 International commercial truck. Uh, we'll have a, a twin turbo Duramax. Uh, stuffed under the hood and essentially I got to make the final drive on this truck 
work with this. And um, I was explaining all the dynamics to um, the guy that was trying to help me get this rear end figured out. And um, he's like, he's like, Rob, this is going to be a nightmare. There's too many variables. It's like, no, that's not, that's not, as I, as I tell you what, appreciate your set in stone work at your, your set in stone um, jobs. There's consistency on, but appreciate that. So I'll tell you right now, sometimes it's, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I just, and I just said that and just laughed. And, uh, I was like, it's, it's, it's everything's a challenge. It's like, well, eh. you know, and it is, and it's crazy because, okay, now like, let's just put this in perspective. So if you, let's just say again, um, if you were working at a, and I'm going to use inland truck parts just because we, we, we oh, dealt great. with them. And they're yeah, great. And they're they're great. awesome. Yeah. I, yeah. Every time you go in there, super great guys. But, but you go in there, like these guys are used to working on these specific models, these, and, and that's what they're, they're great at. I mean, they're OEM replacement yeah. stuff. It's, there's a book, there's a part number that you can get something. So they're, they're very good at what they do, but everything. They are good. It, yeah. So it's everything you bring in. You bring in a you're making model of a truck. They order parts for that you're making model, and they get you out the door, and they do what they do, and they're great at it. From a drive, like, from a drivetrain standpoint, there's nothing custom on a commercial truck. Well, from a drivetrain standpoint, right. it's it's stock in, stock out. You replace it with another piece that's OEM or as good as, and you get them on the road, and they keep rolling. Now, you got to think, somebody comes in the door and they drop off a '62 International truck. Two ton, right? Ton and a half. Series. It's got to be a two ton. It's got to be a two ton. Two ton truck. So they drop that off, which is bone stock. Then they say, hey, I have this rear end out of a, a, was it a Peterbilt or something? No, it's actually, and that's the funny. Kodiak? No, it's actually, it's out of a bus. It's out of a. It's even worse. It's out of a Thomas bus. And (laughs) so sometimes these buses have. Reverse cut third members if they're pushers. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, there's another variable. It's well, like, a, right. And uh, so here, this guy's because that's the actual he wants. This is the chassis he wants. This is the truck he wants. And then on top of it, he's like, yeah, I'm donating a, was it a 2015 Duramax? I think it is. No, it was an 05. 05? Yeah. So he's got an 05 Duramax that he's like, I'm put all the running gear and electronics out of that in and make all this work. Well, okay. So is that what you is did you grow up specializing in the drivetrain of that school bus? You know what I'm saying? Did yeah. you grow up in specializing in that sixty two international like you're the international guy? No. So now you have to sit and research and be like, okay, how can I make this work? Like you're a problem solver. Yeah. And when people bring stuff to us, that's what we deal on a daily basis. If, you know, if we, if we looked at this and been like, man, that's not an international Ruan. We can't do that. I'm sorry, but go somewhere else. No, we're like, (laughs) we have to make this work. There's some way, somehow we have to make this work and we research it and we make the phone calls and we do what we have to do to make, like, there has to be a way to make this work but, but that's the stuff that we deal with all the time now can you imagine if if a person couldn't problem solve that you don't kind of get what i'm saying like, there's a look at the variables are look at you have to make all that work 
you're not just going to open up the international book and be like, okay, if we were, does it say in here where yeah, if, if we, we were to put a Duramax? If we have A, B, and C, will that work? Yeah, yeah. and it doesn't work that way. No. And it there takes so much time to research it and make the phone calls and figure it out. And, and we then, yeah. are in business to make, to satisfy customers. And, and more times know, than not, not to break, they turn out better than what they had envisioned. Absolutely. They do. Yeah. Um, Dave's bike. I was just going to say Dave's bike. And I remember that conversation right from day one when, you know, when he came up into the office and he had these, these uh, photos that he printed off and he's, you know, and he's thinking, you know, this is what I want. I got, I, I want like this part of the bike. I want this part, this part, and this part. And he's kind of showing us ideas. And I'm, I've already got this thing built in my head and I already know what color. I mean, I was, I was already 20 steps in front of him and, to see the look on that guy's face when we finished the bike and when he looked at me and he he's said, speechless. He is. And and it's it's such a good feeling that you can have a guy that comes to you that's been to shows, he knows what he wants, he is he's researched and he's even he's even came out and I'm just using Dave's an exa- example, but he's even said, he goes I could ne- I've always wanted to do something like this, but I could never do something like this. So for me to come to you guys to make my dream, my reality, my vision come true is priceless. And it and it to see that satisfaction on their face, you don't sit back and look at it and be like, Yeah, well, I made X amount of dollars off of you. That's not what it's about. Or be like, Well, if it wasn't for my business, you wouldn't be here. And it's like if anybody no. thinks that, it's 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 BS and it's even, just dumb. I, I but, don't think anybody ever would either. Well, uh, I don't know. But if when you look at them and, and when you look at that and you sit back and it's like you know what I made that customer's dream come true. I made the reality come true. I made the vision come true. That's what we're in business for. So again, uh, thanks for listening to this episode of Unriveted. And again, don't forget to drop comments in um, on our Facebook. And uh, keep keep up on our watching our website and our Facebook, Instagram, TikTok on our projects and the stuff that we got going on. Right. Don't forget to follow and like. And also, too, I think we've also talked about we're trying to put something together, um, possibly with somebody else, in doing a pumpkin carving contest. I know, like, that's something that we just started talking about. We're going to start getting the details together, and it's going to be obviously um, kid-friendly. Um, it's basically going to be kind of directed towards the kids to get them to come down. I, I don't know exactly where we're going to host this yet, but we are working on it. We're, we're trying to get so we can have food, um, door prizes, all of that kind of stuff, but we're going to make it a event that bring the family, uh, kids, and um we'll supply the pumpkins and we're gonna we're doing some kind of a family orientated carving pumpkin carving contest so stay tuned for that we will announce it as we start getting more details and um we'll be making posts of it too so stay tuned for that that should be fun yeah and if you guys want to get off your phone or not be on social media come see us at the shop and can show you guys around and see exactly show you guys exactly what we're talking about um like what we just talked about on today's podcast so yeah so yeah okay again i uh, appreciate it for listening until next time um, <laughs> see you later see you guys
Thanks for listening to Unriveted Radio. Also available on demand with the Super Talk 1270 mobile app. Download in the App Store or Google Play today. Unriveted Radio, presented by Dakota Customs, a full-service custom garage on the Strip in Mandan. This program has been paid for by...